Welcome to the Life of a Gentleman podcast, the number one podcast that motivates you to be your best with conversations about business, fashion, and living the gentleman's lifestyle. We interview the hottest influencers, content creators, and business owners so you get the inside story. We'll also discuss entrepreneurship and inspire you to chase after your dreams. Whether you're looking to advance your career, increase your style, or just discover the best new products, you're in the right place. And ladies, we know you're listening. This show isn't just for the fellas. It's about living your best life. And now, here's your host, award-winning author, entrepreneur, and modern-day gentleman, Richard Taylor. Hey, Rich, let's start the show. Hey, thank you for that introduction. And guys, welcome back to another edition of the Life of a Gentleman podcast. Today, we have an amazing show. Really, we are talking about everything that this show embodies. We're talking about business. We're talking about growing your online brand. And we're also talking a little bit about fashion. I have two gentlemen that will be joining me on this episode. Mr. Andre Hatchett will get into his interview. He is somebody that is really crushing it online. And if you're somebody who thinks, you know, I want to start a business, but I don't have a product. I don't really have a service, but I want you to think about this. All of us have something. We all have a skill. We all have something that you could teach or pass on to somebody else. You have a certain life experience that other people you come across don't have. And did you realize that alone could be a business and could be a very profitable business at the very same time. Now, if you're interested in doing that, if you're interested in finding out how you could have your own business, how you could earn extra income, maybe as a side hustle, and then turn that into a full-time job, you want to listen to this interview with Mr. Andre Hatchett. He drops a lot of great information that you can use to get your business off the ground. And if you don't have that perfect idea just yet, after listening to him, you're going to have one. And even if you don't have one of your own ideas, he gives you some ideas that you could use, get the training and implement to start making extra income. And who doesn't want extra income? All of us need extra income. Why? Because this economy is tough and your job doesn't pay you what you're worth and you know that so you can do better. Also, transitioning into the fashion aspect of the show, Mr. Eduardo Xavier, the stylist himself, will be back. He'll be talking about hats and also bags. It's summertime. You want to look stylish. A lot of us guys, man, we get hot in the summer. You just throw on a baseball cap. You want to step it up, do something a little different. This is going to be informative. He's going to tell you how you can think outside of the box, different hats that you can wear for your uh, size of your head, the, the shape of your face, all different things. You don't have to just put on a straw hat. You don't have to just throw on the traditional fedora. There's other hats out there that can work for you that make you look stylish and make you look like a real gentleman this summer. So you want to listen to that as well. Without any further delay, guys, let's get into today's episode. I'm excited. Here we go. 
Now, it's time for the Entrepreneur Spotlight. Real professionals, real business owners, and entrepreneurs drop in and drop jewels on us. Looking to learn from others that have done it? Ready to get your business really rolling? Sit back and buckle up. Our experts are ready to inspire. Let's go. All right, guys, now it's time for the interview segment of the show. And today's guest is somebody I've had the pleasure to connect with in the past, but never been a guest on the podcast. I was really eager to have him come on because, you know, this show is all about entrepreneurship and building your own personal brand. And this is somebody that's done that. He's got a lot of different businesses, a lot of different insights and Actually, you're going to learn a lot from him. Let me just stop talking about it and introduce our guest today, Mr. Andre Hatchett. Andre, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Definitely glad we could have you on. As I alluded to, you have a lot of different business ventures and an extensive background, especially in real estate and building a personal brand and, and having online business. Could you kind of give us a brief overview of what you do and we can learn a little bit more about you that way? Yeah, so um, my life, I'm just old-fashioned. I just want to help people win. And that's my best skill set is, is to help people improve as humans and make more money. That's what I'm best at. So I take my business knowledge um, and tactics it per se and I started teaching it to people who are more specialized skills. So when I was 23 now, I'm like 37 or so, I started my first business as a mobile notary public. And um, when I was 33 or 34, I thought, huh, I think I could teach this. I think that there are people who are looking to make between 50 bucks and, and 250 an hour for appointment. And I, I, I started to it online, and I've been profitable ever since we started. And in safe real estate, I started investing buying real estate at 22 years old, and I said, hmm, I can teach this, and I was have other experts who teach with me, and I've been doing that for the past four years or so. So I just found that if you can help people, um, not just help them to feel better per se, but if you can give them tangible steps to help them achieve wealth and to gain more income, sooner than later with just straight hardcore action steps accountability and no fluff you can make a lot of money online yeah that makes total sense using what you know and helping other people at the same time I'm curious, you know, you got started at a pretty young age especially in real estate and starting your own business 22 purchasing a, a property and then 23 starting a business where did that mindset come from? How did you develop that mindset? Or was it something uh, passed on to you from your parents? Or was it just your, your own personal development? Yeah, so I never liked uh, taking orders all day long. <laughs> as a human. Um, and I don't care, I'm saying, but we, by any means, I'm not one of those entrepreneurs who say, oh, you hate your job. Like, no, like, if you like it, like it. Um, I just never liked having a job. And I worked since I was like 14. I worked on paper ever since I could work. So I started working like literally at 14 years old at a beach club. Um, I was I was a cabana boy, washed dishes. I, I worked uh, all kinds of jobs with ice cream. But even before then, I was selling candy at school. I was selling snow with my friends. I was selling lemonade. I always just liked the idea um, I naturally like to grab it towards the idea that I did not have money and then have money if I just got 
hit him enough. And I also never was in love with the limitations that job set. And I wasn't in love with the fact you could do everything right and still not get promoted, which happened. And I was like, this is what? Everything right. Like, literally everything that's going to get promoted. So, um, my parents, they are career people, uh, even though they have, you know, had that stuff on the side. But my dad said, that if you go to school with somebody, that you never have to work for them. So uh, I'm saying it again. If you go to school with somebody, then you never have to work for them. So don't think of yourself as a subordinate. Either you guys work together or they work for you. So I, I, I was, I had a mindset kind of drilled in me um, as a youth that I don't have to do that. Like, like I can, I can figure this thing out. So yeah, that's my journey. That's my journey. Man, that's a nice story. And, and you know what? I find that a lot of times people kind of start young and they develop those skills and they find out, man, the payoff for entrepreneurship is pretty great. You know, when you work a regular job and again, nothing wrong with it, but they set the salary. So you already know how far you can go with entrepreneurship. Man, the sky's the limit. You found that to be true with Take It. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there's no capital. So I can teach the same program online to 10 people, which I've done, or to 100 people, which I've done. There's 4,000, <laughs> which I haven't, done, I haven't done that for one program yet, but I want that. But I could. If my marketing gets better, if I started more money on advertisements, at a job, they aren't going to give me that kind of look. That's all the little It's a real number. If I charge 100 people, a thousand bucks. What's that? Hundred people, a thousand bucks. You're you're looking at a hundred thousand. Like that's a like that's a real possibility. I, I've had some months where I've sold uh, eight thousand dollar packages. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know. I sold like eight thousand dollar packages, or maybe even ten or twelve thousand dollar packages. All I needed to do was just wrap up more ad dollars because so. Sounds like a great plan and a lot of people these days they want to do that. And you mentioned that you're you're teaching people how to do that. So for those of us that are listening that haven't taken an online course, what's the process like? What is it like when you sign up for an online course and is it self-paced? Okay, so for my programs, I have different options. I have some pre-recorded content which I sell at a lower price and I have some um, live stuff which I sell at a higher price which also comes with accountability and mentoring because a lot of times where people go wrong as a buyer per se and, and, and a lot of people they need the information one but more important than that they need someone to help them implement the information so my um, life I just come with group mentoring a lot of them we meet weekly or bi-weekly or monthly and, and I think that's what sets me apart from a lot of people it's the fact that I actually want you to succeed I don't want you to buy it I actually want you to make money just because it feels good to be honest with you and uh, and I put in more effort to make sure that you get there. So, so that's what you get from me. Yeah, that makes total sense. You want them to succeed because that's proof that your concept works. They're going to tell other people. And uh, you want referrals. And 
And you definitely want people to, to stand up and say, hey, I worked with Andre and now look what I'm doing. Now, I have a question because, like I said, a lot of people listen to this show that want to get into different avenues of business. And so I want to expose them to different options. This is a great option that we've just kind of stumbled on today, starting a online course. Could anybody pretty much start an online course in their area of expertise? And what do you say to somebody who says, I'd like to do an online course, but I don't have anything to teach? Great question. So most people can. If you're able to break down information which can be complex in a simplified, structured manner, then you can get paid to teach online. Uh, most people have mastered something. Most people have something that they can... So, so here's what I'm looking at, right? Are you better at something than 10 people in the world? Most people say, yeah, I'm better at X, Y, Z than 10 people in the world. Okay. Only two, because all you need is 10 people to pay you. Uh, let's say 100 bucks for it, for probably probably to be worth your time, right? So, um, if you are unsure of what you master, what do people ask you to pick your brain about? Which I hate that phrase, but whatever. <laughs> what do people ask you to pick your brain about more often? It might be cooking. Um, it might be parenting. I actually think, even with all the online courses out there, I actually think um, relationships. Coaching or courses and parenting courses actually aren't as popular as they can be or should be. So, if you've been married uh, for five years or, or ten years and you're willing to help people through their marriages, you can make a ton of money because most people don't know what the hell they're doing. So, <laughs> there's, there's a lot of opportunities. And, and, and here's the great thing, right? Because I thought with, with my own business, I didn't know that if I'd be able to sell it because I've never gotten rich from it per se. I've done like 40 grand a year, 60, I think maybe 70, 80 a year um, throughout the years. But I've never per se gotten rich from it. I, I didn't know that people would pay you for you helping them to make 30, 40, 50, 60 grand a year. So we oftentimes, we take our expertise for granted. But if we're honest about what we've done there and what we can help people do, somebody will pay just um, don't doubt don't doubt your skill sets. Don't doubt your skill sets. I like that. Makes sense. We're, I like how you said you're are you better than something? You know, are that, you better than 10 people? yeah, yeah. Are you better? I mean, it, that's that's it. That's a great way to look at it because I think everybody could say yes to that, you know, and and you might not even realize what you have that's valuable. The way you mentioned it with the the online notary business, uh, a lot of people will see that and say, you know what, that's a great opportunity for me to, to either do that as a side hustle or or grow it into a, a full time business. And yeah, yeah. yeah, so your eyes were open then. Bingo, yeah, you, you know, so, 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 um, my previous work, like, I, I worked with special needs children, um, and I was making, like, 15, 15 an hour, I did that from 19 to, like, 27, with, with like, a year off in between, and my logic was, I'm making 100 bucks a day at the job, and my friend Ricky was doing the business, he was making, like, 200 bucks a day, <laughs> 200 bucks a day, and I was like, huh? And he has time flexibility. Um, he doesn't have to work uh, straight with like, six, seven hours. He has breaks in between appointments. I was like, oh, yeah, this is like totally up my alley. Uh, I'm not one of the passive pushers, per se. Like, like I'm okay with liking something I'm doing, 
Um, I'm okay with strong leg. I don't need to love everything I do. So I said, like, this just makes sense to me. And it, it, even to this day, I, I've never necessarily been in love with knowing your business. But the other day, where Wednesday or so today, uh, no, Thursday, um, Tuesday, I showed up to an appointment. I made $217. I was in 15 minutes, and I was in before I even left my house. It was, it was a bigger for job. So for me, that's the win. Big time. Like, I love being on the podcast with you, Brother Taylor, right now. Like, like this is fun. Like, this is, this is dope. But that, me doing that, yeah, it was cool. But it, it gave me what I needed was 217 bucks. So, 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 so now, I, 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 I take the morning off and wrap for a few hours. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It gives you a lot of freedom, flexibility. Sounds like a great business. So if anybody out there is thinking about it, at the end, we'll have the information. You can get in touch with Andre and get signed up because that's a great way to get some passive income coming in. Now, how how did you start to build your, your online presence? Because we talk a lot about brand building and you know, I listen to a lot of podcast shows and I see you popping up everywhere and you're 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 on a lot of different podcasts. Is that part of your brand strategy, becoming an uh, authority or an expert? And what advice would you give to somebody who, who's just starting to build their online brand? Yeah. So when I was a realtor, a realtor for several years in New York and I was at um, a realtor workshop or meet greet kind of thing. And I asked this guy, like, but how did he do it? Uh, and part of my allowance, he said, he, he, he said, I'm the open house whore. So he said he will go, he will work anyone's open house, anyone listening, he will ask them, can I work the open house with you? And I was like, oh, shoot. He's like, anyone's open house. I will ask another realtor. I'll get paid. I won't get paid. He will do the, because from that, he'll get exposure, he'll meet some buyers, and he'll meet more people. And I was like, huh. As mm. simple as it is, so I become a podcast, whatever. So, so if you got a podcast, <laughs> you want me to be on it, there's a good chance I'm going to say yes to be on it. Because one, it, it allows you to perfect your speaking skills. Um, two, you're automatically an authority figure that you're being featured on someone's podcast. And it's a great way to build a network. Three, like it's really good for sales. Um, because you're able to show your expertise without trying to be overly selly per se and there are people who have watched podcasts that I did like two to three years ago and then more stuff now so the life cycle of a podcast it just from what I see as long as they don't take it down it, it never dies so yes I, I'm a big believer in getting in front of an audience because you're able to one share some free game to help some people out Sales. Yeah, without being salesy, that's that's a good point, and and it's not a lot of it's not high pressure. You're you're not twisting anybody's arm, like they said. Uh, they're tuning in; they get a chance to hear it, and uh, if they connect and resonate with you, hey, that that could be a win, and that's what's important. Bingo, that's it. Now, last question, and this is about social media and growing your brand. And the thing I love is that. You don't have to have a huge, massive following to make money online. Can you speak to that? Because a lot of people think they have to grow their account to thousands and thousands of followers and feel like that's the only way that they're going to make money online. When in fact, it's actually a myth. And I'd love for you to speak to that. Yeah, it's totally a myth. It's about engagement. 
it's about a game plan. It's about a game. I have people who have type of followers who make less than what I make. I have people who have less followers than I I have and may make more than I make. It's all about the engagement and what is your who is your audience and are you helping out your audience. So my friend um, Erica Williams, she has a YouTube channel. She's made I think last year she made over two hundred K or so, one fifty around that number. For my YouTube channel, and I just from YouTube um, ad dollars because that's not a ton of money. But um, her selling stuff, her bringing on affiliates, her her selling her own products, and a lot of her traffic comes from YouTube. So, so the key is, I think, to have have a stationary place so that's like your hub, whether it be Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube, um, and utilize those other platforms as well. But but have a main place though. So. I'm on Facebook, but I'm, on, I'm not on there that much. I use YouTube and Instagram as my hubs, per se. Like, that's where you can find me. That's where I talk the most, and that's where I, I do the most action, engaging, and selling. And I don't mind giving away free stuff. I think, I think that's something else that separates um, certain people from, from who, who makes money who doesn't. I, I, I don't mind giving away a uh, certain amount of free stuff. But, but I also know the limit. Of, okay, this is free, but this you got to pay for. And I think having that balance, it, it will help you build a very organic audience and, and, and help you engage the people. And I also post on my um, on my notary page, I post like how much I made and how much my students have made. So I, I posted a cash app payment for 125 from Saturday, the 175 payment from last week, and the 217 payment from the other day. So real tangible proof. Don't worry about the numbers. Just be thorough, be honest, um, engage, and uh, have your standards. Have your standards, and that's the way you grow your audience. Man, I like that. It makes a lot of sense. And good point that I took from that is you can't be everywhere. So just just pick one or two platforms and roll with those and, and let those be your main base. Um, now, for the good stuff. Guys, I know you learned a lot just in this chat with Andre and you probably want to know more. So Andre, let them know how they can get in touch with you, how they can find out more and just link up. Yeah, so my, uh, my LinkedIn page is my name, Andre Hatchett. Instagram page, Andre Hatchett. The notary page, the notarybusinessschool.com. Um, the real estate page, the black real estate school.com. I keep a little separate because I don't want to overload people, but the way so little as well. Um, yeah, yeah, so that's where you can find me. That's what we do. And if you want to learn from us, I would love for you guys to enroll and check us out. And, um, and like, we have real honest people, real honest results. So one of the best things about what we do is a lot of our students and now I can go teachers on our platform. So nice. Testimonial right there. Yeah, it is. That speaks volumes right there. I mean, you're building real lasting relationships. So, guys, I don't think it gets any better than that. Uh, get in touch. And I will also put the links in the description for the podcast so you can get right to it. Andre, just want to say thank you once again for your time. Thank you for the information and inspiring us on this week's episode of The Life of a Gentleman. We appreciate you. We will talk soon, my friend. And now it's time for this week's segment of the Gentleman's News. Exclusive interviews with exceptional people discussing all things gentlemen. From business to fashion to lifestyle, industry leaders, authors, and more. 
This is the Gentleman's News. Hey guys, welcome back once again to the podcast with Rich here. And I am joined by Eduardo, who has been joining us this year and really been knocking it out of the park with these segments. And so he's back once again. He's gracious enough to join us. And Eduardo, welcome back. Thank you once again, Rich. It's great to be part of the life of a gentleman, something that I really pushed in. Even more than any time, 2019 is going to be our year. I believe it. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Really appreciate the knowledge that you bring and getting to know you over these uh, past months has been wonderful. And I think the listeners have loved it as well. I've been getting great feedback on it. And so today we're going to touch on some fashion because when it comes to fashion, you're really an expert. And I have some questions because people have asked me and they've approached me and I, I really can't answer them 100% as much as probably you can point them in the right direction. When it comes to wearing a hat, especially this time of year, a lot of guys want to pull off the look. You see on Instagram, stylish guys like yourself wearing different style hats. But some people are a little hesitant to do so because they feel... Um, their face isn't right for it or they feel that they don't have the confidence for hats. What do you say about that? Okay, uh, I go back. I go back before the, you know, before the revolution that we had in the 60s. Every man had a hat. Every man. Caucasian, uh, Afro, heritage. Every man was wearing a hat all over the world. So, I don't, I don't see a problem tell that we all of us there's a hat out there for all of us let's say let's say that way so number one first of all you need to get the right size hat you know there's at least uh, three sizes that you can look if it's not custom there's at least three sizes it's a small it's a medium and it's a large at least you'll find those three hats so looking at those three sizes so it's the main ingredient for a success success look so when it comes to uh, a, 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 a more broader broader guy and and knows uh, uh, he might have a, 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 a hat that he might think that it's not suitable for a, a hat so there's three components on the on the entire hat so let's say the crown is one of them and the brim is another one and then we have the size of it and the style let's say I can even add that as the style so let's focus in one timeless look that I do believe that will work with most of of us most of the guys that are out there so a fedora has a beautiful crown uh, and as well the brim is probably the most proportional to the crown itself so the crown is top the the brim is what goes around so for people that is not familiar with the hats and the the, the components get the got into a hat so when you get the right size you know from small to medium to large you should look into get the right brim before you look into the crown so the brim the best way to find the brim the right size for your brim is putting your head along your edge at the let's say the left edge of your neck to the edge of your shoulders your brim should not be wider than that and should not be smaller either so it should be very aligned to the 
left side of your neck uh, to the right side of your of your uh, shoulder, let's say. Okay, so that's number one. Um, the, uh, before the after you find the right side, of course. Then the crown. The crown is what's going to determine determine if his, the head is too big in terms of uh, uh, height. So the best way to find the right height is between your neck and your sh- your, your nose and your chin. Your crown should not be taller than the distance between your nose to your chin. Okay, I think you guys got it. Okay, so those two things are the most important things to find the right head for your head. Okay, now let's talk about the the, the, the rest of the components. There's there's there's, uh, there's the ribbon that goes around, uh, and there's the colors, and then the, the and that is the the material. So for all of you guys out there, fashionistas and not fashionistas, please do not wear a hat that is made out of out of straw. What we call a Panama Panama head is for summer temperature, summer weather, and your felt hats are for your winter, fall weather. Okay, those two things are very important. Don't mix them up. Don't wear your your Panama hat when it's the, the sun is not out or it's not it's the temperature is not out. So you need to understand that why these two fabrics are the main ones and why they came into uh, our our menswear attire like that so basically the felt it is a, a more warmer uh, 100% wool uh, material and, and the straw uh, the Panama hat is for a more breathability uh, uh, approach when it's summer you want you want to look classy and you want to look like a gentleman and so you keep that straw hat on your head but at the same time you want to be you want to breathe throughout that okay so i think this is pretty much my tips for someone that wants to wear a hat and as dumas says in the in the robinson seven woods movie he says a hat is not a hat until it's tilted and that's pretty much my message out there as well Oh man, you knocked that out the park So many good tips And the way you broke it down So we could envision it in our heads We're able to see What will work for us individually And you're right When you look back Especially at old movies And things like that Before the 60s You're right Everybody wore a hat It didn't matter uh, From what walk of life From what uh, job, profession Anything Everybody always wore a hat And, And now when you wear a hat you turn heads because people don't see it that often. So, but now, hey, with your tips, we can we can make sure that when we turn heads, it's be, it's for a good reason. It's for a very good reason. We're gonna look right. That's right. Now, that's right. Uh, also, you mentioned something to me before when we were chit chatting, and that is something that works well with the hat. When a gentleman has a hat, a lot of times he has a nice bag with him, and I want to get into this with you because. In a past episode, way back, I'm not sure when, but we've talked about bags before. But one of the no-nos, one of the things I said everybody has to stay away from if they want to be a gentleman, is walking around with a backpack because you know that's that's what kids use. My son, he's eight. I send him off to school, and he has his backpack. He bounces off towards the door, and that's appropriate. But for us gentlemen, what should we do, Eduardo? 
Okay, that's that's pretty much straightforward, very easy. You know, uh, it's it's so easy. It's exactly a, a 20, 20, 20th century uh, invention or, or 20th, 20th century uh, uh, accessory, which is the laptop bag. Basically, if you if you want to call it a laptop bag, if you don't want to call it the man bag, I think that's the best bag that you should be looking to buy out there. Number one, why? Uh, it's it's because as as you just mentioned, a, a backpack. It's not aligned to your suit and tie uh, look. Definitely, it's for a more uh, uh, young generation. And and when you put a backpack over your shoulder pads on your suit jacket, you actually destroying that shoulder pads, that structure that you have, and that's one of the most important things that you have on a suit bag. Please do not wear a backpack with your suit jacket. Okay, that's my number one tip. If you wanna go, if you are, if you want to look into uh, getting a bag. So and now let's go back to the laptop bag or the man bag. So a laptop bag, basically, why I'm using that term because I think the size of the laptop, even if it's a 12 inch to a 14 inch or even a, a 15 inch, whatever it is, um, not probably depending on, on on your body size again. Uh, and I have a tip for for. for how to find the best size? I have a video on my IGTV uh, channel on on, uh, on my Instagram, and I, I probably can touch base a little bit of, of, about that. But let, let me just tell you that the, the, that particular bag that carries uh, a laptop, it's actually very masculine and it's very uh, approachable for any guy that is actually traveling or is just guy that's walking out of his car to the office or even if you're going if you are if you are just going to a starbucks or you are just walking from home to a cafe and and and, and looking to to just some work outside of home i think that bag will suit it will suit any sort of uh, attire so if you are not into the full suit attire your laptop bag your best i can now touch base a little bit about the size and and how to find the best uh, uh, a laptop bag or a man bag if you want to use it, the, the, the term and let's start with the with the handles so when you put your hand down okay your your bag be hitting the middle of your bag should be hitting your knee so that's number one pretty much when you imagine if you are grabbing your your laptop your bag the, the your palm of your hand at the bottom the edge of, of the bag right at the bottom should your your elbow should hit not higher than the end of your bag and that's pretty much the height that you want for, for your bag another way to, to measure that it's edge to edge diagonal from the top uh, right 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 corner to the bottom left corner if you put if you grab your hand your elbow should touch the top uh, 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 right corner and that's pretty much my tip if you're going to use a cross with a, with a strap across your shoulder your bag should be below your your uh, waist and again when you grab it uh, with your hand you should be able to grab your hand right there because it's the right size. I Ooh. think that's pretty much it. Man, those were amazing tips. Simple. You made it easy to understand. We've got it. We've got it. Now, how about uh, one last question before we wrap up? Um, and guys, 
make sure you go back and and really think about what he just said because that makes sure that you have the right size bag for you, which is so important. You don't want to be looking like uh, you're lugging around hockey equipment or something like that. Uh, it, it can, or you don't want to look like you're carrying a purse. So this is a perfect way to do it. But Eduardo, what about uh, the material of the bags? Just real quickly, let us know what would be preferred. So in this in this circumstances, I truly believe that whatever. Whatever someone told you, your mom, your dad, or even the guy at the department store told you about the belt, match your belt with your shoes. I think this is the same approach. You should match your ba- your bag with your shoes and gloves. So I think leather, it's it's the best one to go with. I know if you have brown shoes, brown leather. If you have black shoes, like black black black, uh, black belt and black black uh, uh, bag. Oh, perfect. Makes total sense. Easy to understand. And this is why we have you on, Eduardo, because you have these kind of tips that we can't get anywhere else except for following you on your Instagram page or tuning into the Life of a Gentleman podcast. And speaking of your Instagram page, why don't you let us know how we can get in touch because guys have more questions. I'm sure they want to reach out. And here's the best thing about Eduardo, guys. He'll respond to you. So how can they reach you? That's right. Yeah, it's actually a, pla- a, a, a big pleasure for me to help anyone. You know, it's uh, the random guy that can really just text me, DM me on on my Instagram and uh, and the channel. Uh, the, the, it's Eduardo Xavier underscore E L stylist. And guys, honestly, don't be shy. Just ask me any ridiculous question. I'm happy to answer all those and once again Rich thanks so much for having me and uh, and I hope uh, I was uh, I was informative enough for every one of your listeners Oh, definitely. And it was a pleasure having you on once again, as always. And we're looking forward to doing more shows together in the near future. All right, everybody, that's going to do it for this edition of the podcast. Want to say a special thank you before we close out to our guest today. Big shout out to Andre Hatchett for coming on. He does a lot of different podcasts and he was kind enough to take some time out of his schedule and talk to us on ours. We are very appreciative and actually learned a lot. So guys, get in touch with him if you want to learn more. He's a great guy. He always responds to people and he's interested in helping people really make an impact and make a living. Also, a special thank you to Eduardo for coming on once again and helping us out with our style and fashion. He definitely is an expert. And if you're in the need for a new custom suit, he is the guy to see. He ships worldwide, so it doesn't matter where you're at. Get in touch with Eduardo. Last but not least, thank you to you, the audience, those that are listening, because I'm getting a lot of feedback. I appreciate the feedback. And what I really want is for you to leave a review for us. Take just a minute of your time. Go on iTunes, leave a review, leave a rating. It would help us tremendously grow this show and grow our audience. And at the same time, you'll be spreading positive vibes out there. Big fan of positive vibes. So go ahead and spread those to us, guys. We appreciate you. Come back in another two weeks. We'll have a new episode. We are going to stick with the every two-week format because that's really working with the busy schedule that I have going. If you want to know what I have going, it's a little uh, new venture. Basically, we're doing branding and business photography. I'm also still doing the coaching. And if you're interested in having your online business 
go to the next level, or building your personal brand, you have to get in touch with me. Here's the thing. You can get a free consultation, absolutely free. Just hit me up on my Instagram, at the life of a gent. Let's talk. Let's see how we can help you get your idea off the ground and turn it from just something that's in your head into some money that's actually going into your pockets. If that sounds good to you, get in touch for a free consultation and come back next time on the show because we'll have another great interview with an entrepreneur that's doing amazing things and somebody who's doing amazing things in the world of fashion as well. We're hitting all cylinders here, fashion, business, lifestyle, you name it. And if you have a story that you want to tell, get in touch because the next interview we have might just be with you. Until next time, guys, take care.